Welcome back to Logical Magic Examining Esoterica. Hey, today we're discussing how to do a new moon ritual. Now I am recording this right before the new moon in Pisces, which is the worm moon. That is on February 20th, 2023, but the basics of this particular ritual will apply to all new moons. So for this particular moon, we're gonna be talking about the type of manifestation work you would do. New moons are for manifesting, they're for bringing new things into your life. As I discussed in the full moon ritual episode, the full moon is about releasing, the new moon is about manifesting. So the way that you want to prepare your space for a new moon ritual is pretty much the exact same way that you do for a full moon, which is you want to make an effort to improve your surroundings, whether it's cleaning or straightening things up, take out the trash, prepare a new stage. Remember, that's really what you're doing is you're trying to create an energy for new things to come in. And it is largely symbolic, meaning if you live in, an, in a, a kind of a home that is difficult to spruce up and make look like a mansion, that's okay. It really is a symbolic gesture. You do things like you make your bed, you take out the trash, you sweep or you vacuum, you, you know, kind of clean off your countertops. It does not have to be prepared like the queen's coming to tea or something, but you do want to get your energy into a new and an excited and an expansive state for the new moon. And that does mean ushering out the old energies to again, clear that stage. So as a, for instance, the new moon in Pisces, you work with the astro astrological sign assigned to that particular new or full moon. The new moon in Pisces is all about emotion. It is a very sensitive and empathetic sign. So this new moon would be the perfect time to do some uh, manifestation work around love, self-love, increasing things in uh, projects that are artistic, something that means a great deal to your heart. Pisces is a water sign, so you're gonna wanna try and work with the element of water. Water overrules our emotions, and it is something that you can work with in your manifestation work. So after you've gotten your, your place cleaned up, wherever you happen to be, and again, think symbolically, not literally, meaning when I say clean something up, just straighten things up. Make an effort to prepare as if you were inviting something new in. Once you've got that all done, you wanna go ahead and you do wanna take a ritualistic shower or bath. Um, it's very much like the same sort of spiritual shower or bath that you would do around the full moon, but I'll cover how to do it again just in case. You would want to take a cup of sea salt and a cup of Epsom salt. Now, if you don't have Epsom salt, you can skip the Epsom salt, but it does help. You're trying to create a uh, body of water that is as close to natural as possible. Now you're gonna shower off completely before you get into that spiritual bath. So you're getting in clean. It is again, a symbolic essentially uh, bathing, dunking, a washing away of the old energies. You do wanna dunk your head and you can rinse off with clean water afterwards. Now, if you don't happen to have access to a bathtub or you can't tolerate baths, then what you do is you take the same amount of sea salt and Epsom salt. You can use less, but you're gonna make it into a body scrub. Now, if you're using any essential oils, which it's always good to release whatever is on your aura, on your energetic body, that's what you're doing in those spiritual showers and ritual baths, you're going to want to scrub all over with that sea salt and Epsom salt. Make sure that you rinse thoroughly. You don't have to wash your hair with it, but you do need to rinse off your head as well. Um, if you're using any uh, uh, essential oils, make sure that your skin can tolerate it. 
I always use lavender and rosemary, but as a for instance, if you're working with the new moon in Pisces and you're trying to bring more love into your life. Now, everybody who knows me knows that I don't recommend emotionally influential magic on a specific individual. So if you're trying to do a love spell on for uh, to bring more love into your life, if you use a specific target, you really will, it has an impact on your karma, which is part of the reason that I'm always like, hey, maybe don't do that. It doesn't work out quite the way that you think it will. And when you try and control somebody's emotions, something something born in a battle of wills will contain it. So that's the only proviso I have around love magic is remember, if you wouldn't want somebody doing it to you, please don't do it to somebody else. It's a great rule in magic, but you let your own conscience be your guide. So for the new moon in Pisces, because it is such an emotional sign, if you wanted to bring more love into your life, whether it's self-love, romantic love, familial love, love of friends, then you might want to use something like sandalwood or rose oil or hibiscus. Um, lavender's also a good one. Um, oddly enough, anything having to do with fruit is often a very good thing for uh, any type of love magic because something bearing fruit, prospering and flowering is part of love. So for a new moon ritual, after you've gotten yourself all cleaned up, um, for your altar space, it's a very good idea to get some fresh flowers because you want new life. Um, I always use an offering to my ancestors, guides, guardians, and angels. And I always do something sweet because I don't do any forms of darker magic. Um, what, what you don't reach for can't reach you. So it is actually self-protective as well. My intent protects me in so many things that I do. But what you want to do with your altar is prepare the space for whatever it is that you're trying to bring towards you. So as a, for instance, when you're making an, uh, an offering to your ancestors who are always there trying to help you and your guides, which you don't really need to make offerings to your guides. Again, most of this is symbolic. I like to use something sweet because it is involved in basically what we would consider a vice, part of our lesser nature, which we do need those parts of our lesser nature to be grounded in this reality. So something sweet is good, particularly if you're trying to attract love, which a lot of people are gonna be using this moon to try and attract more love into their lives. Chocolate's a good idea. Strawberries are a good idea. Cherries are a good idea. Cilantro, very interestingly enough, is another thing that you can use in a ritual burn as well. So what you can also do if you have your flowers and you have your offering is you can add essential or conjure oils to an intention candle. You would have your, your uh, candles for divinity. I use one for the feminine and the masculine aspect of the divine, but whatever divinity you happen to be working with, your gods, your goddesses, you light intention candles for that, and then you would have an intention candle for your manifestation ritual. Usually you can just use a plain white pillar candle, the ones that you can get at a bodega or at the grocery store, usually in, you're usually gonna find it in the Latin foods uh, section. You can use those as well. You can get them from the Dollar Tree. It does not have to be something expensive. That will not have a great big impact. The candles don't have a great big impact on what manifests for you, but remember things that are a higher quality uh, put fewer toxins into the air. So consider that as well. If at all possible, work with soy candles. But again, if you're working with a budget, kind of don't worry about it. 
your intention candle this is a low level like a basically manipulation of energy which is all magic is is you're trying to work with the energy that is available to you to bring about the results that you want your focus your intent and your work goes into any ritual so for anything having to do with making yourself happier the focus would be on the herbs that bring about happiness at love and those are things like rose petals hibiscus jasmines another good one but most people like to use the new moon for prosperity work now at a different point i will put up another bonus episode about prosperity work and some of the things that you can do to try and increase your money flow because everyone's always interested in money but for a new moon ritual you usually can get away with just using herbs on an intention candle and it can be cinnamon which is for speed bringing things to you it's for heat as well which is passion in life it really does increase how some how rapidly something will come to you though the other thing that you can use are bay leaves now be careful when you burn these darn things they burn like they're made out of gasoline so you're going to want to have uh, tweezers there but you can burn bay leaves in your intention candle which you've sprinkled some herbs over usually for prosperity or even for love um uh, cloves are another one that's a dominating uh, herb it helps your will and your efforts dominate in an industry cinnamon cloves uh, another good one is basil for any type of uh, money work any type of prosperity work and you can simply bless and activate them with your dominant hand putting a little bit of herbs in your left hand hold your right hand over it focus your energy and just kind of vibe at it what it is you want it to do and you would say something like I bless and activate this cinnamon to increase the rapid flow of money into my accounts into my life let all my needs be met um give me enough to splurge enough to save enough to share and enough to save and those are that's a good uh money mantra by the way and you can play money mantras in the background if you're doing money work you can play love mantras in the background if you're doing love work once you have that candle set up you've sprinkled the herbs over it after you've activated them again with your right hand over your left hand is how I do it and you would for instance put maybe a quarter teaspoon of cinnamon into your left hand with your right hand over it you would say I bless and activate the cinnamon to increase my money flow to bring things to me more rapidly to give me more passion in life the same thing would go and then you sprinkle that over the candle and this is before you light it by the way you sprinkle it over the candle you can surround it with the the fresh herbs that I've mentioned as well cilantro is a good one basil is a good one mint is a very very good one because mint releases an energy and makes space for another you don't have to do all of this but the more that you do the more focus your intent will have so once you've got your intention candle prepared and you light it in the ritualistic manner that suits your purposes usually you just say a prayer usually you call out to your divinity if you're me you're going to have called in the corners and cast a circle and all kinds of things but that's because I engage in a solitary practice and um, the type of magic I do is sometimes terms as being an eclectic witch but I'm always a solitary practitioner I don't work with a coven so whenever I do uh, work on my altar I'm always preparing it with the calling the different corners calling the guardians who guard the four corners and the different commanders of those elements who are archangels in the belief system that I follow but you would follow your own and please remember you don't have to do things the way that I do to get the results that you want so for the new moon you've got your offering usually fresh flowers if you can't afford something remember you can put an apple 
on your altar if you bless and activate it and offer it up. And you do speak aloud for a lot of these things. If you're in a situation where you're a secret practitioner and you can't speak, you can think things. You can think things in your mind. I've always been somebody who tries to speak things into existence. So you would call out your commands. So if you're using as a, for instance, an apple, you would bless and activate that apple to have bring more prosperity, bring have your labor be fruitful in your life, make your efforts be fruitful in your life. There is, it does not have to be letter perfect in what you say. In magic, in energetic management, everything is about intent. So you've had your ritual bath after you've cleaned up, you've set up your altar, you light your candles, you've used whatever herbs that you want to on your intention candle. You can have an offering or not have an offering and try to have the offering kind of reflect what it is you're trying to bring towards you. So as a, for instance, if you're trying to do money magic and you've prepared something like, sometimes I'll make French toast for my ancestors. I don't know why, I just get kind of called to it. I always have the ingredients in the refrigerator. You can sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon and a little bit of saffron over the top because saffron is this very opulent and indulgent thing. Once you have your altar all prepared, what you wanna do is center, ground, withdrawn to a meditative space and using a fresh sheet of paper or a fresh notebook or your new moon ritual notebook. Now, if you already have one of those, you're probably not listening to this. So what you want to do is have a notebook or a journal or a stack of papers that you, you kind of put together somehow that is dedicated to your new moon manifestations. And it is best to keep sentences simple. So if more money is one thing that you could try and manifest, more love, an increase in joy, an increase in peace. And so these are the things that you could write down. If you're trying to accomplish something like, I want this very specific house on Franklin Street or whatever it might be, please remember that the more that we rigidly define what we're trying to manifest, the longer it can take. That is why when we say release your attachment to outcomes, you will see a greater increase of your efforts. So if you're asking for prosperity and for increase in your life, put it out there as, as such, but don't say that I need this to succeed, I need this job, and I need this particular house or car to leave more room for the universe to fill in the details. And we're always saying that we're in co-creation with the universe, and this is one of the ways that we can lean into it. And so you just sit quietly, you contemplate, you, you visualize what it is that you're trying to have happen. You write it down. Usually it's good to use a pen. I always smoke cleanse all of my instruments in things like uh, the incense or sage. Um, why? It's one of the ways that we remove the energies, the old energies. It's a symbolic thing of anything that has come in contact. So you're making it new for your new purpose. So I do smoke cleanse the writing instrument and you write it in a mixture comfortable because you are trying to increase the energy that you're currently dwelling in in a new moon ritual. You write down what you want, you put it aside, store it someplace, I, you know, you can wrap it. Some people like to wrap it in things like silk or velvet, treat it reverently as if you are engaging in a ritualistic practice for which you have great respect with the universe. But you don't have to do all of that to get the results that you want. Remember, a new moon ritual is about focusing your own energy to inhabit the energy and the mind space that you wish to occupy for the next two weeks as you build, 
Then will come the full moon and you will begin the release again. And you go through this kind of ebb and flow of life with your moon rituals. Again, whenever it's a new moon, look up what the astrological sign is, look up what it is considered. And like the worm moon is something that you would need to look into to figure out how do I work with the worm moon? I don't particularly work with the way that the moon is designated. I work with the astrological sign and that's it, it's worked out well for me. But some people like to really lean in on what is the, the new moon or the full moon designated as being about. Because it's Pisces and it is an emotional sign for this new moon ritual, I would be concentrating mostly on the things that would make me happy. That is not exclusive of things like money or increase or success, but those are the things that I'm trying to envision. Find out what the signs attributes are and try to work with them in your visualizations and it will increase the rapidity of your manifestations. And please remember, reality is big and it takes a while to bend. So have some patience. You may need to do a full year's worth of new moon rituals on the exact same subject to bring the uh, results that you're wishing for. And everything happens in the time that it is meant for. But one of the things that we can do to make that time sooner rather than later is to lean in on doing our soul work, the purposeful work that we do to try and evolve, meaning that you're dealing with your shadow work, you're facing yourself, you're dealing with your own ego issues around the full moon, and in the new moon, you're going towards the energies and the personality traits that you would wish to embody. So don't forget that as well. It's not just about stuff and people, it's about being. Who do you wish to be going forward? And you can put that in your new moon rituals as well. Once you're done, like I said, you put it away. You don't use that particular notebook or journal or stack of papers for anything else. Please keep it special for that. It just helps keep the energy clear. Again, new moons being about cleared energy to make space for new things. So that was how to do a basic new moon ritual. When you're done, you just carry on with your evening. Oh, by the way, Depend it is important not to use alcohol in a new moon ritual because it is a central nervous system depressant. Now you can leave it as part of your offering, but if you're gonna have a glass of wine or drink, wait until after you're done with your ritual and then do that. Because again, the sugar in my offerings represents a connection to our very, our darker self, our lower self, the part of ourselves that is like weighted in this 3D. And it's important to have that. Whenever I, people talk about trying to uh, completely disconnect or detach from this reality, I'm always like, hey, get your butt down here. We have work to do. There's all the time and eternity to actually be detached from this life. While you're here, be engaged. Don't be rigidly attached to anything, but please remember you're meant to work in all dimensions and the 3D is one of them. So make sure that you're attached to making a difference in your own life in a 3D aspect. Everything needs to exist in a state of balance. Earth is the 3D energy and you need the earth energy, particularly around anything that you wish to manifest within this reality. And the best way to do that is to be as grounded as you can while reaching for all other elemental aspects of yourself. I hope that was helpful for you. Thank you for joining me. If you're trying to find me on YouTube, that is Chromecast at the rising moon, not Chromecast with an M, Chromecast with an, with an N like Nancy, or at therisingmoon.com. I look forward to seeing you again next time. Live magically. <laughs>